0: Meant Duke Evans and Frankie Carmen. I'd had a whole year free from torment since they'd moved to the West Wing ahead of us, but one year was definitely not enough. All the teachers in the West Wing are super mean. I added, settling myself into being stubborn. Everybody says it, so you know it's true. And I'll be the shortest kid there. I won't let anyone get you. Frida told me, real solemn. Besides, fifth grade is a whole summer away. Maybe you'll grow taller by then. I figured there was as much chance of me growing an entire foot over the summer as there was of snow in Georgia in June. Maybe, I said. Frida grinned. It'll be great, she said. You'll see. Then she sat up. Hey, I thought up numbers three and four for our list of great things. Graduation certificates and class pictures. Where do you think I should hang my picture? Above my bed? Next to the mirror? Or over the dresser? Frida had been thinking about this ever since she got a picture frame with smiley faces on it for her birthday. You can hang yours up, too, and then we'll match, she told me. Except I don't have a picture frame, and there's no way Mama can buy me one after she already bought me this outfit for moving up day. Sure would have rather had the picture frame. Frida shrugged. Then we'll just have to make you one. That'll be number five. Starting today, we'll do projects all summer and go swimming in the catfish pond, and sleep in your tent, and race our bikes. Frida looked at me. Gabe, she said, I'm glad we're friends. Good thing Daddy made me do the integrating. Integrating was one word I knew the meaning of. frida said it lots of times, and I used to think it meant visiting. Turns out it really means to make something whole again. Putting the parts back together. That made pretty good sense, because before the Wilsons moved here... There was a Frida-sized hole right next to me. Wish we could sit next to each other at the ceremony, I said, but I'll whistle extra loud when you get your certificate. I'll cheer enough for ten other people, and I'll stand up and wave so you can see me from the stage. Promise? Frida asked. Promise. Frida stuck out her pinky and linked it with mine. We didn't say nothing, but I reckon Frida was thinking the same thing I was. Sure was perfect down here. I could have stayed there forever. Only right then, we heard our teacher, Miss Murray, calling people to line up. Tyler Zach. Andrew Womack. Frida Wilson. Frida handed me the last sprinkly cookie, the one with the most sprinkles. See you later, she said, ducking out from under the picnic table. See ya, I said. Then I whistled one of my super-duper whistles so she'd hear just how loud I could be when I wanted. Frida turned back one more time and grinned before taking off in a cloud of dust. I lay back and thought how this was going to be the best summer ever. This was the year of the bicentennial, the 200th birthday of the United States of America, and our very own governor, Jimmy Carter, was running for president. That meant there'd be parties, parades, and rallies, not to mention the hugest fireworks we'd ever seen on the Fourth of July. The way I figured it, If me and Frida made a list of all the great things about the summer of 1976, it would be full to overflowing. At least, that's what I thought. Chapter 2. Waylaid Sometimes, life has a way of waylaying things. I was sitting there under the picnic table, waiting for my name to be called, about to eat the last best sprinkly cookie when suddenly two sets of feet were scratching at the dust and life went from perfect to perfectly rotten in thirty seconds flat. If it ain't little Gabriel King. It was Duke Evans, the biggest, meanest, most rotten fifth grader ever. Only he was about to become a sixth grader with a certificate to prove it. And, as Frida said, that made him certifiably worse. What grade you going into next year? Kindergarten? That was Frankie Carmen. Duke's best buddy nah Duke said he's gonna be with us next year ain't that right Gabe I started to sweat and it wasn't cuz of the heat I looked for the perfect hole to slip through so I could run and get Frida on my pop but Duke stuck his head under the table and smiled at me upside down he had hair like yellow straw beady brown eyes and two missing front teeth from fighting when he smiled it was like being smiled at by a crazy scarecrow on Halloween Lisa Lawrence, Anne Marie Cudrow, Gabriel King. In the distance, I heard Ms. Murray calling my name, so I tried to crawl out, but I didn't get very far. Where do you think you're going? Nowhere, I said, but my voice cracked. Did we tell you to talk? No, I mean, yes, I mean, i got to line up. Maybe we better get back. Did you just tell us what to do? Duke snarled. I answered so quick I choked on my spit. No, nope. Seems to me, Duke said, you used to carry our lunch trays and clean up our stuff after gym class. And don't forget how much you loved giving us those snacks your mama packed for you. In fact, I think you want to give me that snack right there. Duke grabbed the sprinkly cookie from my hand. I'd forgotten I was holding it, and it was all smooshed up from me clutching it so tight. But Duke chomped it down quicker than a hungry mutt with a steak. Duke was always hungry. You can have all my snacks, I said, real quick. I'll get you more after the ceremony, too, promise. Only I better go because they're playing the starting music and my mama and pop will be waiting. I've got the clap for Frida and... Soon as those words were out of my mouth, I wished I could stuff them back in. Right away, Duke got that look in his eye. He stuck one finger into my chest real hard. You can go when I say so, he growled. And I don't say so because no one's going to clap for Frida Wilson if I can help it. If Frida were here, Duke wouldn't have had the guts to say that. I should have made a run for it, only I was too scared. And before I knew it, Frankie grabbed my arms and Duke grabbed my feet. Then Frankie pulled my arms out of my shirt sleeves, yanked the sleeves behind me and tied them in a knot so tight I couldn't move a muscle. Let's see you try to clap for your girlfriend now, he said leaning in until his face was right next to mine. He laughed like that was so funny and shoved me to the ground. I landed on my butt in a puff of red dust. See you next year, Duke said, syrupy sweet. I sat there watching their feet get smaller and smaller. There's nothing worse than watching someone else's feet run to where you ought to be. I pulled hard at my shirt sleeves, but that knot wouldn't budge. I thought about getting up and running over to the crowd, but the idea of it made my cheeks turn bright red with embarrassment. Plus, what if Duke and Frankie were waiting for me? I could hear the ceremony starting and everyone clapping. The principal was making his speech about what a fine year it had been at Hollowell Elementary. He called out the names for everyone to get their certificates. First, the kindergartners. Then the first, second, and third graders. And then he was calling out the names for my class. Miranda Tuttle Frida Wilson The principal called Frida's name in the distance and I whistled and hollered loud as I could just like I'd promised but I knew no one could hear me That's when I gave up and shuffled under the picnic table in shame I thought of the imaginary list me and Frida had made and in my mind I crossed off everything This wasn't a great day or a momentous occasion it was the worst day I'd broken my pinky swear to Frida I'd never done that before, not even once. I thought about Duke and Frankie, and then I thought about my best friend walking across the stage, listening for my extra loud whistle. That about killed me. If this was what the fifth grade had in store for me, I didn't think I could stand it. There were some things in life a man could not be forced to endure, and it was looking like fifth grade was going to be one of them. Chapter 3 A PUNCH IN THE NOSE Once Frida found me under the picnic table, she knew exactly what had happened. "'Did Duke Evans and Frankie Carmen do this to you?' she asked, setting down her certificate and class picture so she could untie my shirt sleeves. "'Yup,' I said. Frida shook her head. "'I knew I should have come looking for you as soon as you didn't line up. But Miss Murray said, "'Don't you move, Frida Wilson,' and I thought for sure you'd show up. "'But don't worry, Gabe.' I'm going to liberate you from this situation, and then we're going to take care of business. Just you wait. Liberate was a word I should have known, because Frida had said it before. But right then, I couldn't think of what exactly it meant. Only from the look on Frida's face, I guessed it meant trouble. I can't believe they made you miss moving up day, Frida said, her eyes burning like hot coals. Don't matter, I told her. I'm not moving up anyway. I decided it. It was as if a cloud passed over Frida's face. She looked at me and her brow scrunched into a V. What do you mean you're not moving up, she said. They called your name, so you've got to. Nope, I said. I made up my mind. Frida frowned. You can't stay behind, she said. We've got to be in the same grade. Otherwise...